Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Therapy, there's a mental illness. Um, maybe one of you guys is struggling with anxiety. Maybe you're like literally on the brink of divorce. And um, you guys have gotten into so many arguments that you're now struggling with anxiety, maybe some PTSD, like anything with regard, I'm just going to sum this up. There's more to it, but anything with regards to like, there, there's some mental health concerns, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, you might not even be aware there's mental health concerns. So you want to go to therapy when you're like, one of you is one foot in one, one of you is one foot out, right? Like, or one, what, you know what I mean? Like, you're one foot in, you're one foot out. You're constantly arguing every single day, all day. Um, you're feeling emotionally checked out. You're past feeling like roommates. You start to go ahead and you like stop to care. Like you don't even bring up arguments. You don't even bring up conversations like that right there. We need to go to therapy. Okay. Marital coaching is when it just doesn't feel the same. <laughs> My name is Veronica Cisneros, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, a mama of three girls, and married for 23 years. I am obsessed with helping you navigate through the seasons of marriage, helping couples like you break free from feeling like roommates. I will teach you the secrets to having a healthy marriage by providing tools and tips to help you reconnect in a way that you can't keep your hands off each other, where flirting and kissing is the norm in your household. Setting intentional time to date, get to know and support each other's dreams and goals so that you can grow together without keeping score or judging one another. Where you feel seen and heard even when you disagree. Where arguments end with mutual respect and understanding. Where you work together to build and strengthen your family so no one feels like they're carrying the weight of the family on their own. These are the necessary skills your children need for you to model so that they develop healthy relationships and thrive in life. This is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Hey ladies, welcome to the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. I am your host, Veronica Cisneros. So this week we celebrated... How many years? 24 years. 24 years of marriage. Baby, how long have we been together for? 25. (laughs) We've been together for 25 years, married for 24. Quarter century, baby. Okay. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. I feel old. It's sexier when you just say 24. Why do you have to add quarter century? (laughs) Anyway. It's an achievement. It, it isn't okay. So when you phrase it that way, yeah, it is an achievement. But damn, quarter century. I know. Dang it! Let the Botox <laughs> kick in before you say something like that. So as you guys probably have already figured out, I have my guest, the one and only 
Willie Cisneros. So we are here and what we're about to uncover are the secrets, how we thrived in our marriage and made it to 24 years. So we have some questions that you guys had. Babe, can you take over that first question? What are some key strategies or practices you both have used to overcome challenges and conflicts in your marriage, especially during the early years? So you want to answer that? Um, I think we'll both answer it, right? Yeah. Okay, let's go. So some of the key strategies and practices, um, I'd say early on in our marriage, that's when we made the most mistakes, actually. Yeah. Um, I'd say we fought over some of the most trivial things. We made mountains out of molehills. We tried to always see who was going to be the last one talking. Um, and we wanted the last word. So it was just always trying to outdo one another. We're both very competitive and we hate losing. So that doesn't help out in arguments. I would say that if we could have turn back time, I would have learned to listen more, be more attentive to what actually what she's trying to come across. Cause usually what's said isn't actually what she's actually, she's looking for overall. So, um, listening to understand versus to respond. I think that would have been more productive in the early parts of our marriage. <clears throat> what would you say right now though? What are some key <clears throat> strategies you do right now? Like I do those things now. I, I listen more now uh, versus to respond before I was always to respond. It was always to get the last word in. Yeah. A couple strategies that I've used is I stopped personalizing everything. I was stuck there for a really, really long time. And don't get me wrong. I still get stuck there every now and then, but like truly personalizing some of the things you said. And in the beginning of our marriage, I didn't know, I didn't realize how much I was on the defensive. Like I, it was, I know you're going to hurt me. I'm just waiting for you to like show your true colors and you're going to attack. So, because I already know you're going to hurt me. I'm going to go ahead and do whatever I can to identify all of the red flags. And I'm going to red, I'm going to identify them right off the bat. And one, one real strategy that I've really, really like just has helped me get out of personalizing things is being able to answer this one question. Who do I know Willie to be at his core? Like at his core, even though maybe I want to shake the shit out of you, even though maybe I want to like body slam you or like do we like both, a, we like both a know, elbow. We both know that's not like going to happen. I just real quick, like one of those things, just um, like just really like hold on before you go Nacho Libra on his ass. Like what, what is this? <laughs> I'm serious. I could go Nacho Libra on your ass. Why are you laughing? Because you're little. I will do that shit right now. I will I will stop this recording and I will go Nacho Libra. You know what? Frick that. Frick Nacho Libra. I will go Mike Tyson on your ass. You do just like the old school cartoons and hold you by your head. And you have just swinging wildly there. But yeah, it was, it was who do I know Willie to be at his core? Like... I'm feeling all these feelings, what insecurities have been just, have been exposed. Who do I know Willie to be at his core? And at that moment, it's like, okay, when he's driving and he breaks too late or, you know, maybe he says something or does something that, I mean, he thinks is funny, but I, I don't like, okay, hold on. Before you go crazy, psycho killer on him, like, what's really Willie's real intentions. And that, that strategy right there 
has really helped me like fall in love with you again, initiate the sex. Um, like just all of those things. It's just, it helped me put my guard down. And that would be the key strategy for me. I don't know about in the heated moment though. Oh, why are you picking up bullshit for? <laughs> Every time we record, it's like you wait until I hit record and then you start bringing up old oh, shit. Oh, no. I tell you to your face all the time. <laughs> I, I just said I'm not perfect at this. I know. Neither, neither am I. Okay. Well, Nobody is. Okay. So what are you, what are you <clears> referring <throat> to? Let's just go there. You want to go there? No. Let's go there. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> all right. Number two. How do you prioritize each other and your marriage amidst the demands of parenting and a thriving business? You have to. You have to. How do you, you have do to put it, each though? other easy. I say no. <laughs> I have no problem telling my kids no. I have no problem telling friends. He's totally my own he's family. Like speaking truth I right do not give a shit. I will tell everybody no. Uh uh-uh. uh. If it means like I gotta wine dine and all the other things that go on with with uh pleasing my wife and doing something special for her and somebody else has uh, a competing priority that's their priority not mine too bad so sad um i'm i'm gonna do i'm gonna do my thing and even if it's the kids the kids are like i got this i got that or you need to go do this right now uh uh-uh. ain't happening especially if in the bedroom the door's locked <laughs> don't mess with me don't mess <laughs> me. yeah get your ass out here <laughs> so I'm going to ask this question again. How do you prioritize each other and your marriage amidst the demands of parenting and a thriving business? So for you, you just say no. For me, um, I feel like I prioritize our relationship um, by finding loopholes. Like literally finding loopholes. Like yesterday. um, Yesterday, you know. um, Explain. Well, Aubrey, remember things, things that are wrong, loopholes? No, 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 no. Finding loopholes in like where can we take advantage of this date? Where can we take advantage of our alone time? Like when take the girls advantage of everything, every moment. <laughs> well, you're talking about taking advantage sexually. Like, yeah, you're about, yeah. let's go. I'm talking about like when the girls go to math tutoring. Like mm-hmm. that's our time where yeah. you and I can go on a date. Yeah. Um, because they there's a window of two hours. Mm-hmm. So there's not a lot of them. I have to tell you, both Willie and I were we're busy. Willie just started a new business. I'm running two businesses and the podcast, and then we have the kids, and we have the dog, and then we have all of these things. And yeah, shit gets in the way. It, it does. Life is crazy demanding. However, even though it's demanding, I think one thing we do, whether it be in the shower, that's a loophole. Like we're both getting ready. We we take showers together every single morning. Um, and that time we get to go ahead and share a kiss. We get to go ahead and stare at each other and like share a touch. Yeah. A little bit of flirtation. Touch each other. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, you know, when I'm in the shower, you'll go ahead and scrub my body. Mm -hmm. But it's like those, I feel like we use those times and it's not always a date night and it's not always looking like whatever everybody thinks you need it to look like. It's spending intentional time when you have it and making the best of it. What does Gottman say about those times that you cash in and you do those touches, like those those over time throughout the week that you want to do those because of? Yeah, you want to go ahead and make deposits in their emotional bank account, in that love bank account. And I feel like that's whenever, I mean, don't get me wrong. We make withdrawals whenever we get in arguments. I think we're really passionate when we argue. But we're even more passionate when we love on each other. Mm-hmm. And that would be my biggest thing is 
how I prioritize a relationship is I try to find loopholes because sometimes there are meetings or certain certain events like Aubrey's debate. God damn, this shit took like how long did it take? All day. All day. Like you were a judge, I was a judge. At one point I didn't even know what I was judging. But I was like, <laughs> what the I was just like, oh, look at this one. This one's cute. Doesn't lacks confidence, but you know what? Hey, we're gonna give them first place. What the hell not? I'm not, I'm lying. I didn't do that. But it was like, again, finding those loopholes because shit's gonna come up no matter what. Let's go to the third question. All right. Can you share any memorable moments or milestones in your marriage? that have strengthened your bond over the years? Mm. God. God, I mm. could think of... So right away, shit. Nail it down to like one. Um, <laughs> memorable moments or milestones. So I'm going to give two. <clears throat> I'm going to give two. I would two. say a milestone that I've seen for you was your ribbon cutting ceremony. How did that strengthen for your for your practice and being like, I've waited a really long time and in the shadows of my husband, like while I was doing my thing yeah. for my career in the military, all for this moment. And this is like my aha, my my Maybe you can make me cry. My pursuit of happiness moment. Yeah. Like that was to me, that was like that was it. That was you like, this is my practice. I've worked so hard for this and now I have it. How is that a milestone for you in our marriage? Um, <clears throat> I just, I appreciated the fact that you, you, um, you showed all that patience for all those years. You didn't complain. Um, and you just, you supported our family despite not having the ability to, to be able to do your thing and wanting to. Um, and then finally when you did, you were just, God, you've skyrocketed. Thank you, baby. I love that. You want to leak out later? Yeah. <laughs> Loophole. <laughs> and this is now where we take a break. <laughs> Five hours later. Five hours later and we'll be back. All right. So for me, memorable moments or milestones are like this right here. Like, like I think about Sunday mornings when we're all in bed and mm. we cuddle or like right before we go to bed and the girls close the door because they can't stand to hear us like wrestling. We're not having sex, people, <laughs> but like we're wrestling or we'll go and poke each other. You'll poke me in the belly button. I don't know why you poke me in the belly button. <laughs> I don't like you. It pokes the shit out of me. God, I hate when you, it's like you're like setting it up for the mood and then beep, you poke me. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm all getting ready, all sensual, all getting my sexy like body language going on and then I get poked in the belly button. Yes, but those are moments where it's like, like that's when you and I are the best of friends. Mm -hmm. Like moments like that where we can, we do, we we wrestle each other. We like, you know, I'll like bite your back or you'll like pinch my <laughs> ear. I do bite your back. Why do you have to like I don't bite your back? When I'm asleep. I do, but I still do that shit. I bite Passed your back out. or I bite your neck or I put my two toes. So just picture this, you guys. It's like my it's big. Weird. I love it though. It's like feet like hands. Feet like hands. <laughs> but like those are the like moments. There's like a thumb and the forefinger or the booger finger, but it's on the feet. On the Achilles. And she, put, she puts it and she grabs with those two digits on your what foot. What do I grab? My Achilles. Yes. It's feels so, <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Like, I'm gonna drop an elbow. <laughs> <laughs> but 
most memorable moments for me. Like those times or like when you and I remember we went to Costco, we, we had to go to Costco because we didn't have any food. And we're like, fuck it, we're going to make Costco a date. And then you and I were up and down in the grocery carts trying to race each other. And then you remember that? No. You're like drawing a blank. Mm-hmm. It was on that video that I just created you on the reel. I was no. like trying to slow down. Really? No. Well, that memorable moment <laughs> gone out the out the picture. But those moments like where you and I could just be the best of friends. Mm-hmm. The after we went to the Lucha Libre and I was in my Lucha Libre cape and you were in the Lucha Libre mask. Can mm-hmm. we take that picture? Yeah, yeah that was dope. <laughs> Mexico City. Yes. <clears throat> All of those moments yeah. where you and I could just be best friends. Let's go to the next question. But that definitely strengthened our bond over the years. And I feel like, like the other day we were, when we went to dinner, I think you told me, babe, you're my best friend. And I was like, you're my best friend too. Like, I kind of like you and we should kick it more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of my robot. For real. All right, next question. All right, next question. What advice would you give to couples looking to keep the spark alive in their relationship after many years together. Okay, hold on, hold on. I have to, before you say anything, I have to go back to question number three. Uh, so, I'm ready to I know, go. I know, I know. Hold on, because I, I have to mention this. Well, you didn't even share your memorable moment. I did, I told you when I grabbed you by the to- my, by toes. Oh my God. The keys. Any, anything that. That's not memorable. That's to not you. memorable. Nobody I'd rather, cares. You I'd had rather your forget moment. it. No, that was your memorable. You shared your memorable moment, and All then right. I shared mine. And then I shared the Costco go. memorable moment that you completely forgot and like totally like. Done. Yeah. And then Sunday mornings when we wrestle. Yeah. Those are all memorable moments. Okay, so going back to that. So one of the predictors of divorce, and I really want you guys to hear me when I say this. One of Gottman's predictors of divorce is bad memories. What, what about ha- no memory? Yeah. No, it's true. So Would that be the same? Looked at in the same vein? When you can't remember. Because it's not as important maybe to one person. It's not. So I'm glad you said that. That's why I wanted to go ahead and come back to this. It's not that it's not important. But I've said this so many times. The way your brain works is it attaches itself to negative memories like Velcro. So you're able to recall negative memories way more than you're able to recall positive memories. That's just the way a brain works because those negative memories, that... You, you've endured some level of pain. And so whenever you endure some level of emotion, strong emotion, mm-hmm. that becomes either very traumatic for you or it's now a memory that stays there. And so positive memories, the brain attaches itself like Teflon. It just slides right off. And so this is where relationships really need to do the work. Here's why. Because after a while, you stop feeling appreciated. You stop feeling seen. You stop remembering. And so I've had couples come into my office and the first question I often ask is like, how did you meet? Awesome. How did you meet? And that helps me identify whether or not I'm going to be able to help them or how bad the relationship is. And sometimes you'll all see couples and they're like, well, we met on this day and he was late and then he didn't even buy me lunch and then blah, blah, and all they're doing. And I'm, I'm literally watching those negative memories velcroed on so tight to that person's brain. And then I have to little by little through marital coaching or marital therapy, I have to help them recall those positive memories so we can bring those positive memories to the forefront. But going back to that emotional bank account, 
the reason why you and I right now can recount like so many memories. I can, I mean, wait a minute, you didn't count Costco. So maybe we're in the negative, but <laughs> I go to Costco a lot. Defining, defining one moment with on the my cart. children. <laughs> <laughs> That's true though. You do do that. But like, so we're able to recount or recall a bunch of memories. Mm. And the reason why we're able to recall a bunch of memories is because that emotional bank account, we make deposits in it every day, all day. However, if we weren't making those deposits and we had been asked this question, we would literally have like to pause the recording mm -hmm. because there'd be crickets and we have to make up some bullshit and then come back on, which is why people who are in those states should not be recording a podcast. But like, just to kind of point that out. All right, let's go back to question numero cuatro. Hey, I'm gonna add one more one more thing. It's kind of a blend between this question and the next question. So the next question is, what advice would you give couples looking to keep the spark alive in their relationship after many years together? And yeah. kind of going on into memorable moments and just kind of capitalizing on those things. If your spouse is turned away from you and you walk by them without smacking them or pinching them in the ass, shame on you. Maybe you, you got that shit from TikTok. You need, you need to do that. Why are you giving you need to do that. from TikTok? <laughs> because I do that shit all the time. <laughs> TikTok didn't exist when I was doing it. They got it from me. <laughs> so, uh, so what advice would I give to couples looking to keep the spark alive? Um, I'll give you the same advice that I got as a kid from my neighbor uh, who was a couple doors over from me and he was an older gentleman and I was a young man listening to grown men talk about their marriages and how um, I think I might have just asked them the question like how do you keep your marriage going or something like that and there was one comment that said oh don't you get tired of it don't you get you know you guys are getting old and just boring now and he was like no and he was the oldest of everybody and he said you got to look for ways to keep it spicy, to keep it changing, and always looking to change with the times and with year after year, doing something different. Keep it just, keep the fire going within your marriage. How do you do and that? How do you do that? <clears throat> to so me, how, I try to, just because of that, that has like been just, I don't know, burned into my, my soul. I feel like that is, that was, to me, it was a relationship goal. Like I wanted to be that when I was grown up, mm -hmm. when I was, when I was a kid, I, you know, and I became a, a grown man. I was like, I want that. Yeah. I want to have somebody look at me and say, what are the things that keep our marriage together and, and going? And so kind of like paint it forward is, is the same thing. Like I, I don't do it to no, what am like, I, I do it for me. It's, yeah. it's for me. It's for myself. It's I'm competing against, against me. Yeah. Um, I did this last time. Okay. So I'm going to, well, you know what? Let me make it, let me change it up a little bit more. How I'm going to do, it up? I'm going to do this. What are you so doing? I just, what are you I'm doing different? just trying to do something different, like something, what? whether it's something, um, a different, a different, uh, vacation spot, a different mm. restaurant, a different, um, romantic gesture, um, uh, doing something uh, in the bedroom, doing something before we leave, um, holding, you know, continuing to hold the door open and, you know, guide her into her seat and um, just those little things like holding her hand and, and walking, like showing public affection in public places, like never letting those things go away before I leave. 
uh, even if it's just the restroom, giving her a kiss before I, I go away. Um, you know, so, so those to me are the things that despite that we've been married for 24 years, a quarter of a century, quarter old of a century, ass, old ass. <laughs> <laughs> you're older than me. Everybody Baby, knows that. <laughs> are you freaking kidding me? We've now have to take a pause for a commercial break. I know looking for the right therapist can be challenging. However, feeling overwhelmed and disconnected is even harder. Life is filled with several twists and turns, some more severe than others. We do our best to handle them as they come and find ourselves at a loss, not knowing what to do or who to turn to. The clinicians here at Outside the Norm Counseling are here to help. We are here to assist you through this time of need. Together, we will identify your strengths and goals and teach you healthy coping skills. Together, we will develop a plan to help you live the life you want to live. Our team is compassionate, genuine, and we take a great deal of pride in providing an empathetic, non-judgmental approach to all of our clients. It's time you've waited long enough, whether it be for you, your child, or if you're in need of a couple session, we are highly trained clinicians ready to guide you. Schedule an appointment now by calling 951 951- 3953288. Again, that number is 9513953288. We're looking forward to meeting you and being a part of your journey. <laughs> Talking about Robin Cradle. Baby, that's not funny. They're going to think I'm older than you. <laughs> so be honest then. Be honest. You're 45. I'm 42. Get out of here. I am 42. Liar. How old am I? Huh? How old am I? Say, hold 43? on, before I... Get out of here. How old am I? 44? No. You're... I'm 44. Don't even... Say yeah, you're 44. It. Say it. So you can... Okay. All right. Yeah, you're 44. So you're you're right. kind of squeeze right now. <laughs> you ain't gonna do it. All right. So for me, what advice would you give to couples looking to keep the spark alive in their relationship after many years together? Come to goddamn couples therapy or couples coaching. That's the advice I would give a thousand percent. Why? When do you go? Do you go when the problems are, when it's like red flag, red alert? We're no. About to, we're about to end it? No, because guess what? Why not? Here's here's why. I'm going to I'm tell you. You want to know why? Isn't that when so everybody jazzed. goes? Though? That is when everybody, everybody goes. Everybody goes when it's like, this is our last ditch effort. Yes. Why don't, why don't, so why should you go before that? What is that, that song, Rock in a Hard Place? It ain't broke, but it damn near... Needs fixing, yeah, right. right? He says it yeah. like that. I'd sing it, but I don't know all the words. Yeah. But like that right there, you know that something's Been swinging and missing. Yes. Like that right there, when you know something's off. And I can help you either way. I can help you with marital coaching or I can help you with marital therapy. There are differences, and I've already covered that in other podcasts. But like, go. If we're talking right now and you're crying because it's like, dude, I don't even know when the last time... My husband, you know, did any of these things, or who, I don't even know what. Who needs on, who needs coaching and who needs therapy? I already asked. How do you that. know that? Okay, how do you know? You. I'll tell you. If if I'm a man and I'm like, you know what, this ain't working, and yeah. I'm about to divorce her ass. Yeah. Um, or we're going through some a uh, rough patch right now, yeah. and I don't know how to fix it. Yeah. But I see where this may be going. How do I know as a man what I, whether I need coaching or I need therapy? Okay, so let me give you a quick quick difference. Therapy, there's a mental illness. Um, maybe one of you guys is struggling with anxiety. Maybe you're like literally on the brink of divorce. And um, you guys have gotten into so many arguments 
that you're now struggling with anxiety, maybe some PTSD, like anything with regard, I'm just going to sum this up. There's more to it, but anything with regards to like, there, there's some mental health concerns, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, you might not even be aware there's mental health concerns. So you want to go to therapy when you're like, one of you is one foot in, one one of you is one foot out, right? Like, or one, what you know what I mean? Like, you're one foot in, you're one foot out. You're constantly arguing every single day, all day. Um, you're feeling emotionally checked out. You're past feeling like roommates. You start to go ahead and you like stop to care. Like you don't even bring up arguments. You don't even bring up conversations like that right there. We need to go to therapy. Okay. Marital coaching is when it just doesn't feel the same. Like I miss, I miss him or I miss her. And we used to flirt and we used to kiss and shit. I remember when we used to make out and I want that again. Like it's, or, or this also marital coaching. We're so busy with our schedules that I can't remember the last time we had a date night. And we're so busy with our schedules that we would rather sit in front of Netflix instead of go out on a date. And watch Suits. And watch Suits. I'm not going to lie. That's like, there's competition there. <laughs> right? But like, but like, we went on a date and then we watched Suits after. That's right. Mm-hmm. But like, that's how you know. It's when your wife is telling you, hey, we need help. When your wife is, when you see that your wife is feeling defeated, shit, when you're feeling defeated. And I know for a man, they don't want to say that, like, because they're going to try to fix it no matter what. But instead of like throwing shit at a wall and hoping and praying it sticks, why not get the professional help? So that's where I would go. And coaching, it's, it's not forever. It's not forever. It could be, you know, 12 sessions, let's say. Um, but yeah, that's, that right there is the advice I would give. Let's go to the next one. All right. Some of the, one of the things that you said that, that just really caught my eye was kind of goes back to that, that, uh, second question of prioritization. You got to prioritize, prioritize each other. Yeah, we have to, but <clears throat> this is where marital coaching and marital therapy is needed. It's helping you re-engage in that prioritization. It's, it's finding out why, because you can tell me all day, you don't have time. And a lot of couples tell me, I don't have time. Awesome. You're right. You don't have time. Why aren't you prioritizing your marriage? Yeah. And so I could tell you to schedule a date night, but why not let me help you identify why you're really not scheduling it? What are the lies you're telling yourself? Next question. Last question. Let's do it. In your experience, how has maintaining open and honest communication played a role in the longevity of your marriage? And do you have any tips for other couples in this regard? Oh, we have had some serious, hard conversations. Um, remember, I don't know if you remember this. We went on a hike. Um, oh my God. I asked you this question when we went, we were in Malibu and we went over there for, um, Valentine's day. And you were telling me all about like your navigation skills and how you'd be dropped off in the middle of nowhere and you'd have coordinates and you had to figure out where to go and how to get there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, I would totally fail at that. Um, and I asked you, you and I were asking each other questions. And one of the questions I asked you is, what would you say is holding me back from succeeding? And we were walking on a cliff during that time. Mm-hmm. And you were telling me all the things that were keeping me from being my best version of myself. And I'm not going to lie. I was like, well, no one knows we're out here. 
So nobody's gonna know that Willie went. Maybe I went on hot by myself. No, I'm just kidding. But that was a really that was a really hard conversation. That was a really really hard conversation, and we were able to have those hard conversations. And I was able to go ahead and listen to your feedback. And although it was like literally gut wrenching, it was also one of those things that it's like the main reason why it's so gut wrenching is so hard to hear is because it's true. And right now this insecurity is a thousand percent being exposed and somebody else, well, not somebody else. My husband sees it. My best friend sees it. And that's something that maybe I've been trying to hide from everybody. And so when you were saying it, it was like, oh shit, that's true. And I'm able to receive that information from you and not go into, well, let me tell you all the shit that's wrong with you. I'm able to receive all that information from you and that constructive feedback from you because, again, it goes back to that first thing that I said. Instead of me personalizing it, what do I know about Willie to be 100% true? And I know you will do anything for me. You will do anything for the girls. And you'll be honest with me, not to be a jackass or to be condescending so that I'm aware of it. And you'll either support me in trying to build that maybe muscle or skill up or you'll tell me so I can be my better version of myself. Not for you. You'll do it because you know I need it for me. And that like selfless, like you're not selfish with that. Like you're willing to go out and help me. So that right there, that being able to go out and have those hard conversations, not personalize it. Um, has helped me communicate with you more. It, it, <clears throat> I would say that, so the other day she sends me a text and says, what are the three things that I believe have kept our marriage together all these years? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that this question brings up is the word that I use was vulnerability. Yeah. You have to be vulnerable. You have to accept that you're not God's gift to man or you know, the, the best man and best woman in the world mm-hmm. and everybody should bow down to you um, or that you're always right. It's, you have to accept that you're flawed and that we're all flawed. We all make mistakes, whether it's in our marriage, as parents, as friends. Um, and, and so I think when you're willing to accept that and not personalize it, as my wife said earlier, is those are going to lead to your own personal growth. And just being like, okay, this is this is what I need to, what I need to change about me. And because she's, where is it coming from? Yeah, <clears throat> goes back to that point of what do I know to be true? Yeah, is she doing it maliciously to 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 tell me? And and again, it also comes back to, <clears throat> is she's telling me is she, is is the information that she's given to me? It's it's what's said, and also how it's said. Yeah. So is she if she or he is providing it with compassion? then then listen yeah. if it's coming out as like condescending and confrontational then yeah maybe you know take that with a grain of salt it's probably more of a insult than anything yeah um but i i would say that if it's not then you know just be open to those to those things be vulnerable and and i tell you that it's going to be one of those things that it's going to help you in your marriage because you're going to want to know like the version i am today um are you still attracted to that version or are there things that I've been doing or have neglected to do that you just haven't been open to, to hearing? Yeah. And now you're kind of being exposed to those things 
and you have to take action and be like, oh, damn, I didn't realize I was doing all these things for all these years. And hell, you were, you know, not too far away from calling it quits. Yeah. Yeah. I hope these tips have helped you. If you're listening to this podcast and some of it's resonating with you, send us a message. Like you can send me and William a message on my Instagram page, on Peanut. My tag name is Hey Veronica Cisneros. Um, I really want to hear from you. If you guys have um, questions, whatever that is, if you're like, oh my God, I want you guys to record a podcast on this or Veronica teach us how to do this. Send me those messages. Now, babe, I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic to you. We are going to record or we are going to read four reviews from our listeners. All right. And here are the names right here. So here are the names. Here's the, what they titled it. And if you guys, <clears throat> if you guys hear, oh my God, that was totally me. I left that review. Thank you guys so much. Without these reviews, I would not be able to help as many people that I'm currently helping. And it is so important for you guys to share these podcast episodes so I can help even more women. All right. So <clears throat> this one is Meow Attack Meow. <laughs> it says, listening to her, it's, it's, called, it's entitled Love, Love, Love. Listening to her talk is like listening to a friend. It feels more like a conversation going on that going on than being talked to at and 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 so honest no sugarcoating here being challenged and having to really think of the why i think you, that's spot on you gotta you, it's that's the one thing that she does well is getting to the root cause of it all mm-hmm. all right next one sky sky arredondo a uh, titled extremely helpful i absolutely love veronica's advice she has been she has been extremely helpful, and by listening to her, to her, me and my husband's relationship has improved much more over the past month than with any therapist I've ever used. The way I approach my husband with any problem, or just the way we communicate with each other, and the way he has opened up more, it's so amazing. I would say highly recommended. Mm. <clears throat> All right, let's go here. Ray. R-A, and a whole infinite amount of ease. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> Life-changing. I'm obsessed with Veronica and this podcast. Having a baby can rock, your, can rock your world, and Veronica really helped me break down my resentment to my husband and showed me how I have played a role in unhealthy habits. She has helped me live a more freeing life. Everything has exponentially changed for the better since finding her on the Peanut app and subsequently listening to this podcast. I have recommended my sister, and countless friends and internet strangers to her. <laughs> she truly knows her stuff and can change the way your life is heading just by listening to one podcast. Highly recommend. Oh, hell yeah. That's so sick. All right, last one. And then we are out because we got to go pick up all our kids. <laughs> all right, this one. All right, this one is from Perez K 27 eye-opening session. Veronica's podcast and podcast sessions on Peanut are wonderful. She is a one therapist and challenges you to think just how how it should be. I'm absolutely lucky to have found these podcasts. I highly recommend for everyone to listen to her advice. Thank you guys. So that's all we have for today, baby. A quarter of a century. <laughs> a quarter of a century. We're close to a quarter of a century. That's right. It'll be like 25 years, right? That's the quarter. Hmm. 
That's a quarter? Yeah. Okay, that sounds stupid. How many quarters in a dollar? Shut up, really, babe? Because you said like... A hundred? Never mind. Century? That kind of goes years. back to when you say the fly, the crow... The math ain't methin'. The, how the crow flies, where the crow flies. <laughs> I don't, we're not going to get into that. We're not going to get... That's for another show. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. <clears throat> Again, thank you for listening and for all of your support. Thank you, everybody. Peace! Raise your hand if you are ready to level up your marriage for 2023. Do you find that you're spending your time together with your husband, checked out, and in front of the TV? I know you're ready for tangible strategies that actually get you results. Reignite the spark in your marriage, have fun, and grow together. Well, I hope you have your hand raised at this minute because I have something special for you. I'm introducing my brand new six-question marriage predictor quiz that's going to give you personalized results to catapult you into the next stage of your marriage journey. That means you'll receive the results to where your marriage can get the best help. If you've got just one minute, head to veronicacisneros.org forward slash quiz. Again, that's veronicacisneros.org forward slash quiz. And you could take my brand new quiz, Marriage Predictor. Get your results delivered right to your email address. Again, that's veronicacisneros.org forward slash quiz. veronicacisneros.org forward slash quiz. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there.